Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a program coming to you through the miracle of the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the new voice of the podcast intro. Oh, yeah. She is the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. I do wonder. We did a thing. If there were people who, like yesterday, they they turned on their podcast like they've done for 1,094 episodes before that. And they just turned it on and suddenly it's like a new. It's like, it's it's like, like oh, yeah, do I have the wrong it's podcast? Like, you're not. You're not Greg. <laughs> You hashtag know? not all Gregs. Hashtag not all Gregs. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a thing. I it's it's my it, you're, you're dulcet reading, tones. You're reading you're reading the same script, but I figure that it's kind of weird if like I do the intro and then the next voice you hear is me. It's like Yes, you yes, y'all. <laughs> are you introducing your own podcast? Yeah. Do you not have any friends? And the answer <laughs> yeah, look at is, you with all your friends. The answer is no. I pay like I you know, yeah, we pay these people to hang around me. Yeah, but, that that is a fact. Yeah. That was like my biggest stipulation for a salary. Like I was like, oh, I'll edit videos, but like I need payment for hanging out with Tepper. Good point. Good point. You got to negotiate your your you know know your know your worth, worth yeah know your value. <laughs> Today is Tuesday. I compensation. Today is Tuesday, <laughs> January twelfth, twenty twenty one. Three hundred seventeen days until Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand ninety six. Yep. No, is it? Yep. Is it not one thousand ninety five? I had ninety six. I can uh, check this. Oh, you know what? Uh, no, you're right. It's Duh. thousand ninety six. <laughs> you're right. My bad. Are we no. Or... Yeah, no, you're right. It's 96. This Keep the... saying that. I like that. This is a Randy Velarde <laughs> episode. It's a Randy Velarde episode. On today's show, mis amigos, uh, we are going to have a quick react to last night's national championship game. Uh, we can talk about the Texas ties there and just how close any of the Texas teams are to actually reaching that level because my big takeaway was kind of feels like there's Alabama and then there's everybody else. It's Alabama in the field. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about that. Then we'll be joined by Craig White, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, for our weekly visit as we talk Texas High School Football State Championship games. I believe he's calling... Two's ways. Three? He's calling at least three. No, he's calling at least two. I know Ted Emmerich's calling at least one. Because he was bullying yeah. me online, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
the tiny chicken man. He's That's your new. We're starting that in case you missed it. Tepper's new nickname is the tiny chicken man because homie over here is eating some like grilled nugs, calling them chicken breast. The thing was like this big, and he's like, oh, "It's a chicken breast." It wasn't a chicken breast. And you had like seven love, green beans. <laughs> love to get bullied on my own show. <laughs> love to get bullied. And we'll round it all out by doing an intern exit interview that's coming up here at the back half of the program if you hang out with us. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Ed McElroy, Meese, Aaron Flynn, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Hello, friends. Okay. So there was a football game last night. Fact. It was a, a football um, a contest uh, in, in Miami, Florida, uh, pitting the Alabama Crimson Tide against the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I don't know, so so ESPN does the mega cast, right? Yeah. And they do, like, they, they go, like, way over the top with it, which I think is great. Like, if you have the rights, like, and, and you, you know everybody's going to watch it, like, you might as well give people a lot of different things. I think so. it's like the tep and step version of their regular broadcast. Like, they complete, you nerd out. So, it. yeah, it's like they've got a, a bunch of different ways to do it. Like, you can just, you could just watch, like, the all 22 cam, which is, is great, and I would like to go back and watch that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I stuck with the standard uh, Reese Davis and – no, I'm sorry. Chris Fowler is his name. Uh, Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet call uh, last night. Just the standard broadcast. Did you get exotic or did you just watch um, Fowler and Herbstreet? Just Fowler and Herbstreet. Okay. Um, Alabama wins. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys were tuning in so that you could find out who won the national championship. Well, here you go. <laughs> we're telling you. Uh, Alabama has won uh, another state champ or state championship, another national championship uh, with a a rather emphatic, I would say, uh, victory over Ohio State, uh, fifty-two to twenty-four, and it was tied at one point. It was tied fourteen. It's tied. This game was tied at fourteen, and then it wasn't. and then it wasn't ever again, and never really came particularly close. Um, that Alabama offense is. I, I think we like we we probably went a little prematurely gaga over uh, that LSU offense last year, and I think it's because we had never been used to a high flying SEC offense like that. Maybe with the exception. I mean, obviously, like like, like some of these A&M offenses with Johnny Manziel have been high-flying. Um, when Auburn won a title with Cam Newton, that was kind of, but it was a lot more ground and pound. That was a lot of Michael Dyer and, and Cam Newton on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so uh, they go in, in – in, so I think that this is probably an SEC offense in its final form. Obviously, they're going to try to do some other things with uh, when you take a look at what Mississippi State's doing with Mike Leach. Ole Miss has got Lane Kiffin. Um, they want to light it up offensively. But this was, I think this is, this is probably the offense that we were, that we should have saved the praise for that we gave to LSU last year because that offense is frightening. Mm-hmm. Okay, like this is what happens. This is what happens when you just decide to be like, why don't we just get the best players in America and put them on one team? In every, and I think that that's why LSU got like such the hype last year was, one, it was just someone different than Alabama winning. Sure. And then, two, they had the guy. Like, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow was that that 
almost like the hometown hero type of feel to him, you know, and it was like, I feel like that made it more interesting than Bama just having the guy in every single position and going, how in the world do we expect anyone to even try and contest so, with this? So Alabama has like two of the best offensive linemen in the country. Mm-hmm. They've got one of the best, they have a, a Heisman finalist quarterback. Yes. Right? They have the Heisman winner, winner receiver. <laughs> they have a guy who's probably, if he's not the best running back in America, he's in the conversation, conversation. Mm-hmm. in Najee Harris. Um, I mean, and they are absolute, like, all their depth they have. They got back Jalen Waddell, the Houston guy, uh, back for a little bit. He was kind of powering through some injury. Yeah, it's um, like you could put their second or third string out there, and you still expect them to probably roll over I most mean, college football teams. I mean, they rang up 621 yards of total offense in a national title game. That's That's, just, that's, that's absurd. That's absurd. And I don't know. Look, <clears throat> I don't know if Ohio State's the second best team in the country. I don't know. Here's what I know. I know it's. I know who the first is. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it's if the there's field. probably about five teams that I think have a reasonable claim to being the number two team in the country. Um, I don't think Clemson played particularly well in their in their semifinal loss to Ohio State, and so mm-hmm. I think they they would like another shot at that. But like, it doesn't matter, right? Um, and so. Uh, obviously, I think there's a lot of, like, I, I think Texas fans were probably watching this game very intently, watching Steve Sarkeesian's offense work. Oh, yeah. And and I was, I mean, it, it's fun to watch. Like, it was, there were some some really impressive play calls and some really, really unique and, I think, dynamic play designs that they had. And I think, understandably, Texas fans should be excited about that coming to Austin. I would also but... tap the brakes <laughs> a little bit and say, uh, Texas presently does not have Devontae Smith on their team. Uh, they do not have Najee Harris. They do not have Mac Jones. They do not have, you know, Jalen Waddle. They do not have, like, an NFL offensive line. Like, they... Uh, so, a lot of it is going to come down to them getting that kind of talent in there. And to me, that just kind of... All, all last night did was kind of um, solidify to me... I'm a big believer in tiers mm-hmm. of, of college football. And right now at, the, at that very, very top tier, I think you've got three teams that are definitely in it, okay? Yep. Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State. And then there's that second tier. And that mm-hmm. second tier has got the Notre Dames. It's got the Georgias. It's got, got, the, got, the, it's got the A&Ms. It's got the Floridas. Uh, it's got Basically the, the rest of the SEC. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe got like whoever the best team in the, in the, in the Pac-12 12 is, is. Yeah. right? Uh, it's got those Oklahoma. teams. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's in that I second think that tier. You could put that in there. Right, they're in that second tier, and so A and M is probably the only team in Texas that I would put in that second tier. At that agree. point, you go down to the third tier, where you're probably talking about the Texases um, in, of the world. I think you throw in, you know, I guess. I don't like, even know. Like Penn, Penn State, Penn State's probably yeah. slipped from that second tier to that third tier. Although I don't know if I necessarily want to uh, criticize for. I feel like Auburn's typically year. been Auburn's in a that kind of thing, of that third like tier. A, maybe a Florida right. State or a Miami. Right, but I'm just telling you that I think that that gap between those tiers is bigger than people think, and and so as good as like this is the best A and M team that they've had. Like they finished fourth in the rankings and then mm-hmm. final AP rankings. This is the best finish they've had since they won the national title back in 1939. Yeah. Right, it's the best year they've had. And yet, I don't think, and and yet they they I do not think they're they're in that top tier. And I maybe I think they're closing in on it. Six to say, and they're you getting gotta... closer. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that you have to think of of college football in those types of terms. And until we get a team from Texas into that tier, it, from that second tier up to that top tier. 
then it's just kind of not like like then we're not going to have a national champion in the state of Texas, like plain and simple. I think that the the thing that puts you from that second tier to that top elite tier is consistency. Uh-huh. And that's the thing about these Texas teams is they'll have – or even uh, Texas teams, oh, the Big 12 overall, is you'll have like the one year where someone – it's like they should have made it into the college football playoffs. They should have done this. But if you don't have the consistency with it, it's like the committee's not going to put you in. Yeah. It's going to be a year-after-year year thing. Right. Right. Anyway, congratulations to Alabama. <laughs> Again. I don't know. Another I don't know if you're, if you're tuning in from Alabama and you're just like waking up, you're like, I want to see what these Texas people have to say about it. My overall take is good job. You're a pretty good team. <laughs> you did the darn thing. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talk King football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get our recruiting edition. We'll put that in the mail for you right now. Um, If you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. And, and, all I'm saying is becoming an insider helps support the show. You can make this show happen. So, if that, if that, if, if you want to pay my salary for hanging out with Tepper, TexasFootball.com. Help help subscribe. <laughs> that's her. That's her Patreon. Yeah. If you want, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to go go to her her GoFundMe to hang out with me, it's TexasFootball.com. <laughs> subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in another person who is contractually obligated to hang out with me <laughs> in broadcast settings. We're joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer who joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. It's the great Craig Way. Uh, Craig, happy, and I can't believe I'm saying this on January 12th, but happy final week of the high school football season. You know what? I it, it, This did not dawn on me until the third quarter of the national championship game for college football last night. Uh-huh. And it hit me, and then like about five minutes later, I saw Pickles tweet about this, <laughs> that the fact that, that the college football season was finishing before the Texas high school football season. I thought that is just, that is so 2020 dash 2021 now. Uh, and just amazing. And somebody asked me on my show this morning, has that ever happened before? And I said that to my knowledge, it's happened one time. We're celebrating a hundred years of high school football, in Texas, go back a hundred years, January 8th, 1921. Houston Heights and Cleburne, there was only one bowl game played that year, and that was the Rose Bowl. Mm. It had already been played on New Year's Day. So, again, as we celebrate 100 years of high school football, here's another uh, mile marker of it, the the fact that you've got Texas high school football only for the second time in history ending after the college football season. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's it's, it's on fi- brand finally, for the year. Finally, we get you know we get to, to end with some some actual excitement. Um, and and in fact, we will end the whole season. I want to start go from big to small school. We'll end the season with uh, the the what I would say is the main event. I personally, I know the UIL the reason they like to flip the divisions year in and year out. But I per- personally prefer whenever we go from smallest all the way to largest. That's what we're going. So we cl- close with a 6A Division one state championship game, pitting South Lake Carroll against Austin Westlake, and you just hate when there's a story with no, or a game with no storylines. Um, I know you talked w- with Todd Dodge earlier today on your show. Um, obviously a lot of conversation about the head coaching matchup in this one. 
Uh, I'm interested in what you gleaned from what uh, Coach Dodge said. Coach Todd Dodge, I should say, said on your show. <laughs> well, it'll actually be tomorrow. Wednesday is oh, my day Wednesday. with Todd. Good job, uh, Tim. We do it every Wednesday. My bad. Yeah, Wednesday. However, however, I do have a, a, a bit of information to glean that I gleaned from. The, they did a little bit of a um, – uh, media availability yesterday, mm-hmm. so uh, the you know the local TV stations are going out and and uh, you know visiting with Coach Dodge and and players you know and getting clearing the deck if you will so that Westlake can get back to the business of preparing to play a state championship. It is the inevitable question. It's the question that we're kind of amusedly uh, asking ourselves way on back when it looked like Westlake would play Carroll in Texas football days. Now it takes on a real uh, meaning. Who is Elizabeth Dodge rooting for? (laughs) Who is Todd's wife rooting for in this game? And Todd had a pretty simple answer for it. He said, well, she'll be wearing Westlake clothes, but she's wearing a Southlake Carroll hat. So Mm. make of that what you will. And and I have submitted, Tep, the thought that I think someone should make one of those split combined jerseys for her. (laughs) You know? Half of it can be green, since Carroll is the designated home team for this game, so they're going to wear the green jerseys. Green with the white, and then and then, and then then the other half, you know, be Westlake, that white jersey with the blue numeral. On the back, it can be Dodge, spelled out, you know, with the, the sure. white numeral followed by uh, white lettering for D-O, and then split the middle D between green and blue. Uh, or black, and, and then and then finish it with the blue lettering. Yeah, do the, give her one of those split, sewn together, created jerseys. He did say this too, Tom. This week, preparing my guys with everything we've been through uh, to try to win the state championship, and we want so so much, and I want it for them. Mm-hmm. And then somebody and somebody asked him, "Well, what happens if it doesn't work out?" He said, "I will be disappointed for them." And, and for the program and all that, I will also be very, very happy for Riley. So, I mean, th- I mean that's just a dad, sure. you know, being a dad. He said, he said, you know, it's not often when you, when you trade film or whatever and you're on the, uh, on the phone with the other coach that you end the conversation with the coach that you're opposing for the state championship in the words, love you. And then he <laughs> says back, love you, Pops. It was love you, son. Love you, pops. That's the way it went. They they visited yesterday and had their conversation, and now they go about getting ready for this game. Yeah, I got to say, I know Texas yeah. high school football coaches are, are close, and they, and they, and they all there's a lot of mutual respect among them. But I imagine that that's a, that's a, that's probably a first that they've that they've told them <laughs> I love you at at the end of the conversation. Um, so then it's a rarity. So are so now you're call which which games are you calling this week? Uh, 5A Division One and both 6A games. Both 6A games. So then let's matriculate then to the 1 o'clock game on Saturday with Katie and Cedar Hill. Um, uh, the fourth okay. time in nine seasons that these two teams are, are going to play uh, for it all. Obviously, all eyes, I think, are going to be on Caden Salter, the quarterback for, for Cedar Hill, going up against this this real vintage Katie team with the running game and, and, and the defense and stuff like that. Um, I know you're kind of going through your notes and trying to get a, a trying to get a read on this game and and what you're 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 coming to expect. Um, as you've looked at these two teams and looked at this matchup, um, and I know that you called those games back in in the uh, in whenever they had their trilogy, their fantastic trilogy back in the earlier part of this decade. Um, do you see any sort of similarities between those two teams? 
uh, those teams that played in the, that trilogy, and then now this team that these teams that are going to be playing uh, on Saturday. I do. I do see some. Uh, remember Demarcus Lodge playing for Cedar Hill, I and, remember. and and how uh, you know mobile and versatile he was, and and you had that Katie defense, and they had those guys that were like four year starters, and and had played sixty games uh, in in a in a Katie Tiger uniform. There are some similarities there. That the common threads are explosivity on offense for Cedar Hill with you know some some challenges occasionally on defense. I mean, Joey McGuire would be the first to tell you because they had they had a couple of high scoring games with Katie in there. They had a 34-24 and a 35-24 game in there. One they won, one they lost. But the other one, the middle one, was a 23 to 20 ball game, or the last one. And so uh, you know and that was when their defense played a little better and got turnovers. And that was a, a big part of those games back then from 11 to 13. Uh, but in all of those cases, and really, if you go all the way back to Joey's first state title was team in 06, with William Cole, obviously, being the trigger man and being one of those top 100 kids that we've saluted this year, there's always been that explosive trigger man quarterback mm-hmm. for Cedar Hill. And clearly, Caden Salter fits that description. And then you are so spot on with this Katie team, how they punish you defensively and then just kind of run over you offensively with the Davis brothers. They're, this is, that, that again, this is going to be one of those deals where can Cedar Hill get a couple of key stops? We were asking those questions, you know, uh, seven, eight, nine years ago. Can they get a couple of stops defensively and keep their offense on the field long enough? But you have a defensive genius in mm-hmm. Gary Joseph, and the way that in the way that Katie's defense just punishes the opponent. So those are the rub I see as it goes into this. We're talking Texas high school football state championship games with the Hall of Famer Craig Way here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Finally, Craig, you are going to be calling the five A Division One state championship game, uh, pitting uh, another Austin area team versus another DFW area team. Uh, this the Cedar Park Timberwolves taking on the Denton Ryan Raiders. The only battle of unbeatens we have in this quartet of title games that we'll see out there at AT and T Stadium in Arlington. Um, I think a lot of this game, and I'm interested if, if, if you agree with this, I think a lot of this game comes down to whether or not Cedar Park's offensive line can hold up against what is that big, ferocious, athletic defensive line uh, for the Raiders. That's the matchup I'm going to have my eye on. Uh, oh, is that the one you're watching? Is there another one that, that you're particularly interested in? Well, I think it, I think you're exactly right in that, you know, how can Cedar Park give Ryder Hernandez enough time to, to work the magic that he does? For folks who don't know, uh, the numbers speak for themselves, 58 touchdowns and two interceptions the entire year. But a lot of that was against teams that their offensive line clearly could handle. And that included Nanville, and that's why I was interested to see how they, how they would do, and they were able to have to strike back and they had to adjust a little bit. I, I did visit with Carl Absek yesterday, and he said there was – and, and, and I, I did go back and I DVR'd the, the uh, scoreboard live program that I missed because I was in uh, wild and wonderful West Virginia on Saturday. But you and uh, you and Rick and the crew obviously did a, a great job on that. But the thing that I remember uh, in watching the recap of that, and, and Pickle knows this as much as anybody, that Carl Absek was saying – you know, we didn't panic. We, didn't, we just had some simple things to go over, and that was very methodical 
and and he's not the most rah rah fired up guy either. He's very methodical and measured, but he knows how to light the proper fire under his guys, which they had to do in the second half offensively to give Ryder Hernandez and an offense time to operate. It's a different animal this week. There's no question about that. And I know a lot of folks are interested to see how Seth Hennigan and Keori Hicks and the rest of that offense uh, operates against the Black Rain defense. That's certainly an attractive matchup to watch. But I'm with you, Tep, in that, uh, you know, if Ryder Hernandez is given proper time, he can hurt you. And, mm-hmm. and, and he, can, he can do the things that would keep Cedar Park in this football game and make it a really good game. I think it is going to be a really good game regardless. But therein lies the rub. Is enough time going to be given there for the Cedar Park offense to execute the way they do when they're really, really good? Ryan is just so good at taking that away from his opponents. He's Craig Way. He's a Texas He's High School Wade. Football Hall of Famer, and he will be on the call for three of the four state championship games on Fox Sports Southwest this week. And, of course, hear him on the horn in Austin every morning. That's how that's how that's the, the jolt you need in the morning to get you going. Start your morning with some whey. That's what I always say. How about some hay? <laughs> Craig. Okay. Appreciate your, All right. appreciate your time, my hey, man. Hey, by the way, yeah. by the way, no pun intended, uh, you know, today is the day because you ask me quite frequently about University of Texas football. I do. Uh, since I do their games. And uh, Steve Sarkeesian will be introduced at a news conference this afternoon on the UT campus. And then uh, and then I have a sit down with him. After that, it'll be interesting to see uh, what Coach Sark, the new head coach of the Texas Longhorns, has to say later this afternoon. Uh, I will certainly be listening. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. And I will see you out there at the stadium at some point. Happy championship week, everybody. Bye, Craig. There he goes. Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. We'll probably do it again with him next Tuesday. Have a nice season recap. I need Craig. I need Craig to go up to Sark and say, hey, it's Tuesdays. That's that's what needs to happen. He needs to let him know from the get-go. Why wouldn't you just go up to him and say, is it hashtag Sark week? Poor K, no los dos. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash State for our big, oversized Texas high school football state championship coverage. Exciting stuff. Speaking of exciting stuff, Pickle. More exciting stuff. It's time for a, 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 a semi-regular segment here on the show. Mm-hmm. It's our uh, it's our intern exit interview. Yes, the intern. Whenever, whenever. Uh, My first time to be a part of an intern exit interview. Whenever we have an intern that finishes an internship, we like to have them on to, um, you know, round out the internship and, and get their feel uh, for for what we did right, what we did wrong, how we can improve, um, and so that's what we're here to do, and we're joined. Uh, right now, over the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, Texas Football Today, Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone, joined by Mallory Hartley, our intern. Hi, Mallory. Hello. It's good to be here. I feel like I'm kind of on the Ellen Show, but the sports <laughs> version of the Ellen Show, the better version of the Ellen Show. Like this chair. I, so, so does that does that make me Ellen DeGeneres, and does that make Pickle Twitch? Yeah. 
I'm down to be Twitch. And yes, I do know who that is. My wife watches Ellen. Uh, my wife. Um, so welcome in. You've been interning with us. First of all, let's get some some background. You are from Arlington. Yes. You attend uh, the University of North Texas. Cool. Of course. You know I was repping today. Just the worst. there you go. My God, I'm so the best duo. <laughs> Let's go. If you Tucker guys want, if, if you guys, if you guys wonder why I always look so tired, um, so so you now what are you studying at North Texas? I'm studying converged broadcast and media, kind of the same thing that Ashley the, did. The so, exact same. Degree. Yeah, the same program, okay. same courses, same professors. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she, so basically, she saved all of her tests, and she's just like giving them to hey, you. Hey, hey, hey! Mm. She's still in school. Yeah, last semester. Don't be putting that out there yet. That well, comes can, out after graduation. You can say no. Like no. you can. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, wow, that's deniable. I'm a very honest person. I do yeah. not cheat. Right. We don't hire. We don't hire no. dishonest people as interns here at Dave. It's part of my Texas background football. check. <laughs> right, exactly. The the rigorous background Girl check, check that, that we do, <laughs> which was we held a mirror up to your nose and asked you to fog it. Um, so, so what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh man, this job has really made me change my mind. I have really <laughs> not in she a says, bad way. Throw it all away. Like, not in know, a bad way. I hate you know, all of I it. I kind of thought that I wanted to do something like host an internet show, and then I saw this, and I'm like, <laughs> I could Absolutely. not run away from the time. Absolutely. <laughs> The mediocre show. No, 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 no. <laughs> I meant in terms of like, I, I've done a lot of editing here, and I, I really enjoy it. I've I've cut the show into segments. That's pretty much my main job here, mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed that. You know, I, I I would like, you know, my main goal is probably to be a sideline reporter, mm -hmm. um, somewhere. Prefer I my main goal probably is to get to the Big Ten Network somewhere. That's I don't right. know. I've told I told you that at the beginning of because I'm a big Michigan State fan. Yeah, that's you know. and I do want to go there for a moment. That you have. <laughs> Let's right. talk about yes. those you jerseys. A, you have a you have a, a, a an affinity for the Spartans. I you're do. like you're one of like three Michigan State fans, fans. I've ever met. <laughs> Huge, um, and I'm very loyal too. Like that, it, she's loyal. loyal to a fault. She, she. Didn't, but you didn't enjoy the jerseys, though. Can no. We, can we bring up the jersey issue? The dark green with the it says lime State green. Really big on the. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. Um, why Michigan State? My dad went there. Ah, uh, okay. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a video actually of me. I was like three months old. My dad's holding me, and he's just looking at me and talking to me about the tournament in Michigan State. Mm -hmm. This was like in March you know I was like three months old and he's just talking to me about Michigan State and the, and the NCAA tournament and so that's my mom's like that's the moment right there that you were just completely brainwashed yeah that's you know it happens. I was like see yeah. it happening it, it, it was it happens it's to like Hank us. with the Rangers almost oh, certainly he says go Rangers by the way you should know oh, this okay he okay. does say this we're moving up uh, that's fine um okay so now you do uh also do some work with our friends over there at Friday Night Stars you are yes. a sideline reporter um, do do you and and you said that that's probably something that you would like to pursue in the future. You do like sideline reporting. I do. I love being on the sidelines a lot. I love being in the action too. And mm -hmm. part of my job over there is to also take highlights. And man, it, there's nothing better when you're right there to get the perfect highlight. You know, and she ended it's, up on the Max Prep Instagram. Uh, I did feed the other day, like the official official Max Prep one. Demarco Roberts, you know, mm -hmm. Alito's running back hurtled into the end zone and I was right there to get it and 
Max Price picked it up. Hot diggity darn. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. That was a doing? perfect we're, moment. We're doing, our, we're doing our exit interview with our intern, Mallory Hartley, here on Textable today. Get involved the conversation, hashtag TF today. Um, okay, so you, you are a sideline reporter. You've done some sideline reporting. Uh, we actually have a professional sideline reporter here, as you know. You've met Ashley Pickle. I think I've met her before. Yes. She's she- only my actual legend yes like she, exactly. she is truly for sure i look yes Res- yeah no yeah you, everyone kneels at the altar so <laughs> so so i thought that this was an interesting uh, an interesting opportunity for for us uh we have a clip here uh of of you doing some sideline reporting let's go ahead and roll the clip and oh, then we'll geez. get some we'll get some post game okay it is halftime here at Joy and Ralph Ellis Stadium in Irving is leading Richardson three to zero. And as you can tell, there hasn't been much scoring going on in this game other than Irving's field goal early earlier in this first half. But that is not the story for tonight. Irving's defense has been completely dominant in this game, holding Richardson to just 69 rushing yards and forcing two turnovers already in this first half. One fumble recovery, and then there was one interception in the end zone that let, ended this first half, and that interception was made by uh, Irving's Jacob Vine. It is, mm-hmm. has been such a great game to watch, very defense heavy, and it's. I'm really excited to see what this game is going to play out to be. But you can stay updated with this game through my Twitter page or Friday Night Stars or Game On Sports. Okay, so I have two questions, one for you and one for you. Mm-hmm. The first for you, did you see any actual good games this year? Because that was 3 nothing <laughs> at halftime, and i got to be honest. That Actually, the end of that game – it ended up being 7-3 to three Richardson. Mm. And it was exciting because, you know, Irving hasn't won a game mm-hmm. in a while. And it was exciting because we thought maybe that was going to be it. That, mm-hmm. that was going to break their losing streak. Sure. But th- that was pretty exciting. Okay. You know, I gotta be honest. Three nothing doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, you're not you're a, not a fan of those defensive all just, out brawls. And, and so yeah. now Tepper I, likes high flying spritz. And so now <laughs> now I want to go over to our the the professional over here, and I want to get some 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 takes from you. What how do you feel that that went? The sideline reporting yeah. or the game? Sideline reporting. <laughs> okay. No, the sideline reporting is great. I love that Mallory has the ease of talking to someone like she's talking to a friend on camera. A lot of times, too many people on the sideline, I feel, try to get way too robotic with it. And she does a really, really good job of, like in here, just talking. You're there. You're telling people the experience. And that's that's a thing that can't really be taught. You have to do it, and you kind of have to have some, some natural, comfortable talent with it. And she's got that. Uh, I. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a sideline reporter, so I wouldn't know. I've yeah, done, you and your climate-controlled studios I've done have one. I did no do idea. one sideline reporting for a state semifinal in 2000 and... Oh, can we find this clip? 12. It exists. I would love to uh, see it. I would, yeah. 2012, it was Sybil of Steel and, 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 and Katie in Waco, and I interviewed Gary Joseph after the game. I always remember that. Anyway, that's not here nor there. Um, okay, so you went to Arlington High. You're a Colt. Oh, yes. I'm mm-hmm. so proud, too. So proud of my Colts. <laughs> You're a proud Colt. <laughs> I am. Um, so you were I'm, – I'm, I'm trying to get a read on, on you in, in this way because you were the varsity cheer captain. I was. Right? You yeah. were, <laughs> but you were also in the National Honor Society. was. And you were in the Key Club. Yes. And you were on the newspaper staff. 
Yes, my senior year, I was the sports writer. So I got right. to interview a couple of my friends on the team, and that was yeah. pretty cool. So here's yeah. the thing that I can't understand. Because I was on the newspaper staff, but there was no doubting as to whether or not I was a, a dork. Nerd! Like that, was, that was very clear to everybody involved. It still is. Things haven't changed. You were both varsity cheer captain <laughs> and on the newspaper staff. So I guess, my, like, I just don't know, like, are, are you a dork? How do you balance nerd? Yeah, how, do you, how do you balance that? <laughs> Being, what, yeah, what's the scale between, like, nerd and popular? Like, I, I don't know. You tell me. Ooh, she's... I've never known one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're an enigma in Tepper's eyes. Yeah. How can you be cool and nerdy at the same time? How can you be on the time? cheer team but on the newspaper? It doesn't, it doesn't make any work. sense to me. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Tepper, Tepper was like... You got the dud. I really am. <laughs> you, you are the dud. <laughs> um, you're a new. Okay. You're a New Year's baby. Yes, almost. When were you Jesus. born? The thirty. Do you know her social security number too? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you think that this was? Do you think this was just going to be like a? I was coming no. unprepared to this. Yeah. Here's your whole life story, you're Mallory. New, you're a New Year's baby. <laughs> yes, and I came into the office on my birthday, but you guys weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> we, sorry, I shouldn't laugh suck. at that. But it's like, oh well. I did a lot of packaging. Happy oh, birthday. birthday. It was um, good. It was from, really good. From us to you. Yeah, really. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, your, your birthday gives us some paper or yeah. some, some paper cuts. Um, <laughs> so were you born like in the – first of all, it's 31st and not the first, right? 30th. Thir oh, 30th. Oh, your research oh. failed you, dud. Almost. Well, eh, I was actually supposed to be born in like January, but – Okay. So you yeah. came early. See, I thought that uh, – My know. dad wanted the, the tax break or whatever. No, that, so no, that makes yeah. sense. I knew I, I wished her happy birthday that morning because I knew yes. I wasn't gonna be here. That was Cotton Bowl day. Yeah, Got she it. yeah she was. I knew so, you weren't gonna be here, and I figured Tepper wasn't gonna be here either. You had I ain't working. <laughs> You're asking me to work? Come on. Um, but it was my birthday. Okay. Come on, Tepper. I want to ask you for another uh, scouting report. You're a football expert. You're somebody who who swims in the soup of football. Uh, last year at Arlington Lamar, there was a linebacker named Joey Hartley. Mm -hmm. How would you? How would you? Say what? What would you? What, what kind? Give me a scouting report on Joey Hartley, the linebacker. I don't know him too well. Uh -huh. I'm just kidding. He's a actually blood related. Sure. Brother. <laughs> okay. Yes. Man, he was a definitely. Yeah. Funny story. He actually went to Lamar his mm -hmm. freshman or no Arlington. My bad. He went to Arlington his freshman and sophomore year. Mm -hmm. He transferred to Lamar his junior year. Didn't play football. Came back his senior year and Coach Delay started him. As a linebacker, he's a stud. We like we like Coach Delay around oh, here. Oh man, we do. he's, he's the um, best. He really is. But yeah, he's a stud. Oh. He's not playing football right now, but mm. he's a. So I'm getting this great. Twitter alert for those who don't know, and I guess I'll I'll ask you about because we got it here. But we got some breaking college football coaching news. It appears that uh, Travis James has been appointed the interim head coach at Rhodes College in Tennessee. Your breakdown of the hire for <laughs> Rhodes College with Travis James being appointed the interim coach. I actually found out that their head coach was... He resigned. He, he resigned yesterday, yes. He wanted to spend more time with his family mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but I'm a huge... You're big Rhodes College. It's Michigan State and Rhodes College. College. There's in no some, in between. It's in some just, order. Yes, yes. It, 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 you know, it depends on who's having the better. I team. think they're really excited about him too. You know, sure. I, I think he's a he's going to be a good fit for the job, nice. and I know they're going to miss you know their, their coach Ryan, but mm -hmm. I think they're really excited over in good old Memphis, Tennessee for <laughs> for the new coach. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, and so finally to round it all out, <laughs> um, 
did you did you enjoy your internship? Did you have? A, would you recommend this on a like oh give, give it like a star it. scale, like this one to five star? Cracks like, knuckles. This is when the tip. This is where I'm going to go off right now. <laughs> imagine that we were Yelp, right? Okay. And you're giving Dave Campbell's Texas Football an internship at Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Yelp score. Let's hear your Yelp review. Can I be sappy, like sweet and nice to you? You can have not to okay. Tepper. I don't allow that you around you these can, parts. Look, look the, the floor is yours. yours. Okay. <laughs> Truly, this internship has given me everything that I could have ever wanted. I mean, some of the best experience I could have gotten with some of the best people that I could work with. I mean, truly, it was a blessing that I got this internship for sure. I mean, I was kind of looking for one in the summer. Uh, my mom actually sent me the post that Ashley retweeted saying that <laughs> they're looking for an internship. And I was like, that would be really, I was already in the Texas high school football game anyway. And so I was like, I could really learn more, a lot more, you know, here. And so I ended up applying and I got it and truly, and it's been a long one too, all the way till January, which yeah. usually isn't how it goes. No, but normally we run you out. No, normally like yeah. November you know it's kind of yeah. like whenever you leave something in the fridge too long you know what yeah. I mean it's just like it gets past its expiration date you're like mm, I don't know uh -huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but well, I mean it's been it's been incredible well, I can't thank you guys enough well Mallory it, 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 in all honesty you've been such a great help around here you've been a fantastic member of the team we really appreciate it. we could not have 2020 was obviously extremely difficult for, for everybody involved but we could not have gotten it through gotten through it without you so I on behalf of Dave Campbell's Texas football want to thank you for your contributions and what you've been able to do. And I believe your this name is painting him. I very believe bad to be I was nice like, am I finally on Tepper's good side? I was going to say, he's, he's being nice to a mean <laughs> green person here. And this is visually like pain in his face here. Well, yeah, but then I can balance it out by just being mean to you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I'm I'll sure. be nice to you. But right. again, yeah, like legitimately, I would not have been able to get near as much any sleep, honestly, if you weren't here. So thank you for everything you did. You've got a bright future ahead of you and Jeez. we're excited to be a part of it. And you've got one more semester at North Texas, right? I do. Just started yesterday. Oh gosh. I had my first class, so mm. yeah, ka. We're yeah, we're painting this uh we're painting this office green over here. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> Mallory Hartley, thank you so much for uh, for all your work this uh, this this fall. Is that what this season fall is? This slash year. I mean, spring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, all of it. That's all fine. of it. Exactly. Something like that. But really, thank you guys a it's, lot. For but everything. there's one last thing you have to do for your internship, mm -hmm. and that is this. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Craig Way for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Mallory? Am I supposed to say something? You're, what? <laughs> have you never watched this show? Of course I've watched the, the show. show. I cut the show every time, but I, I have watched this part a couple of times, but I just okay. kind of forgot what I'm supposed to say. Tell Vince Young to come get his Player of the Year trophy. Hey, Vince John Young. Vince Young. <laughs> you want to try again? I have your hand. And cut. In three, <laughs> two, one. Hey, Vince Young, come get your Player of the Year trophy. I'm holding it right here. We'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on Texas Football Today.